Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to Two Girls, One Shop. We are the two girls, Charlie and Nina, and the one shop is Sex Shop. Hi, everyone. Two Girls, One Shop, here for season three. Yay! How are you guys today? All right, all right. You all right, Nina? Yeah, I'm lovely, thank you. I'm actually loving this bit of sunshine. Yes, you are You are literally radiant and glowing this morning. The sun is coming through the window and uh, illuminating you. It's not an accident. This no. is a setup. Charlie, looking glorious today, floral top. Yeah. Yeah, a very summer vibe. Your lovely pink hair. Just smashed well, out a whole bag of when... cream eggs. <laughs> well, not yet. I'm working through it. I'm working through it. <laughs> um, if you hear any, like chomping oh asmr then that's not feedback yep people really leave, don't leave man again, <laughs> <Life> again. <laughs> uh, chomping not leave i'm eating it is cream eggs nice nice um the uh, that the, that's the most feedback i've ever had on any podcast is when there's eating involved people i mean i don't know what your thoughts are on people eating uh and like sorry hearing people eating so i know it's an actual thing and, and i have that thing i can't deal with it if i hear someone eating something i'm like i'm not being horrible but i've just got to go and sit somewhere else <laughs> i don't I, like in real life it's not like i tend to eat with people who aren't fucking animals so uh, hang on I, in real life so it, whereabouts are you eating with people that are noisy well, I'm not eating with people that are noisy. The people I eat with eat with respect for me. <laughs> but those... Well, also as well, you are... You are? Sorry. No, I was going to say, you are eating with animals. I am eating with animals. So... And he fucking crunches like no one's business. Um, exactly. But... Um, we, no. Well, we should point out before we even press record, you referred to uh, the the bird in your uh, in your house as a chirpy cunt. He is a chirpy little cunt. <laughs> that bird has caused nothing but heartache and pain since the day I panic bought him. And you know he's been nothing but a fucking aggravation to me. But that can be for another episode because I mean he hurts himself on a weekly basis. I don't know how he's still alive. Because if you so much as sneeze around a budgie, drop dead like that, this fucking thing has been through the ringer. 
Oh dear. Well, I'm sure. To die when he puts me through all this stress. Well, I mean, I do think that's definitely an episode that we could do because, I mean, just to kind of wet their whistle, I mean, part of his journey, he pan fried himself, didn't he? He did. He was deep fried. Uh, and that might sound extreme, but that is literally what happened to him. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. That's harrowing. It's not even funny. It was so fucking traumatic. And I don't know if you've ever heard a bird suffer, like, first-degree burns, but, like, it is fucking traumatic, mate. Well, he sounds pretty chirpy right now. Yeah, he's a chirpy little cunt. He, like, today, he just won't shut up, so I'm really sorry. But And he's looking at me like... Who are you fucking talking to? <laughs> Has he spoke yet? Are you going to try that thing? Uh, he's like, please don't hurt me again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off with a frying pan. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't talk. Um, he Sometimes he goes, woohoo, but that's it. Sorry? He does what? He goes, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I don't know why, because nothing that joyous ever happens in my house for a woohoo moment. <clears throat> well, he hasn't been injured for like five minutes. So yeah. He's probably he's celebrating inside his cage where he's like, one day, no accident. <laughs> <laughs> well, season three, uh, I've got some stuff lined up. I've got some questions uh lined up for, for you ladies today uh, on dating uh, and men men's men's top tips on dating. I'm, I'm very interested to get your thoughts on those. Um, is that men also, giving men tips or is that written by a woman giving men tips? Oh, that's a very good point. That is a very, very good point. Hang on, let me have a little look. I'll do your research. Uh, oh, God. I know, I know. Um, oh, it doesn't actually say who wrote it. Um, it's just like some some bullet points which I'd like to uh, tap into a few and just get your thoughts on it. But um, but before we do that, um, and I've also got um, a problem page letter to uh, to run past you as well. But should we should we get the shop open and have a story? Yeah. Okay, Charlie, Nina, tell me a story. <laughs> this is a story of incest. God. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> not Fuck just yeah. one story. Well, <laughs> not just one story of incest. We have a whole day of incest lined up for everybody today. Um, oh, we brilliant. actually, when we <laughs> when we done our Instagram live, somebody actually said to us, "Have you ever had anything where it's like?" family members and we were like oh my god yes let me tell you this um so I had this girl come in to the shop she was quite young she I'd say she was about 18 years old really polite really nice really gentle um and just like a little slight like crazy look in her eye <laughs> right as they all have. If you know what I mean by that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know when someone's just a bit like boss-eyed, but like smiley with it, but like murderous smile. 
Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Just like, as you look at them, you just can't help but think, I bet they've got a list. Like, them little lists of, like, one day when they go crazy and a load of people get shot, they've got that list. Like, that kind of, like, innocent smile that's kind of covering up a bonkers mindset. Yeah. that sh- It was like she was planning something. There you go. A list, I'm telling you. Somewhere. Yeah. Can I just remove this fucking little prick out of the room? Because he's just screaming the whole way through. He's going to ruin the whole thing. (laughs) Well, you do that. I'll carry on telling the story. I'll be back. And then you can tell the next bit of incest. I hope she's Um, not going to go and pan fry that bird right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just open the window and just let it go. Oh, right. He's up I can't window. believe how he survives, to be honest with you. Where's he gone? He's up in the window now. Oh. Hopefully he won't be as chirps. Soz, carry on. Sorry, <laughs> well, sort where, of where was we? Uh, that fucking thing won't die. Incest. Sorry, that's where he was, wasn't it? So the young girl with the crazy look in her eye comes in and starts asking me about toys for herself and she's looking at buckets for at buying a toy for herself. Perfectly normal situation some, right now. Perfectly normal situation. Everything seems normal, except I feel a little bit on ease because she looks like she's killed people, um, but in a really nice way. Oh, that's nice. You know, like in like a horror film, like a do- you know, like a doll. When dolls look creepy and all they are really is just smiling little like cute things, but it's really fucking creepy. Yeah. They're all like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so she was definitely the most terrifying you've ever looked there, Charlie. By the way, <laughs> um, yeah. So she was giving me the creeps in the same way, like a doll sitting in a room would give you the creeps. Um, but I'm trying to not judge people and get on with it and sell some sex toys to people. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so I'm going through the motions, talking about the toys, and she finally settles on one that I recommend, and then I tell her that they're buy one, get one half price. Um, so would she like to get another one if there was another one that she was thinking about getting? Um, and she was like, oh, actually, I'd like to get one for my dad. Right. Like, Just hmm? a couple of questions there, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, before we even approach that situation... Um, so what did she buy for herself? A, a vibrator? Yeah. Right, okay. And just so, an internal vibrator, just your basic one that most people get. Okay, and so is it buy one, get one free on vibrators or sex toys in general? All sex toys. Right, okay. Why are you thinking of the two that you've had your eye on? Just, <laughs> just, just, just thinking retail's reopened. You know. um, so, I'm right. first of all, I'm like, she did not say dad. She did not say dad. There is no way an 18-year-old girl, Stu, you've got daughters of that age. There's no way 18-year-old girls are going out buying sex toys for their father. No. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, there's no way. So you think this is a miscommunication? You think you've heard it wrong? 
I'm thinking she must have said my man. Yeah. Or yeah. And like something that, that wasn't like, you know how some people deem it appropriate to call their like partners daddy. Right. I need to I need to like have a little sort of chat about this, right? Because <laughs> you kind of get that in porno scenario, right? That's that's kind of a lot of porno chat, that daddy thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I have daughters that still obviously call me daddy. Like the thought of attaching that to some kind of <laughs> other world just feels a bit weird to me. What are your thoughts on this that thing? Because I don't know if it's, you know, from my understanding, it seems like maybe it's something that's come around in the last five years or so, like on a bigger scale. Would yeah. that be a fair judgment? Yeah, I think so. It kind of, um, when I hear it, it always makes me think of like a Latino woman. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Daddy. Do you know what I mean? Like a... yeah. I don't yeah, think like a Latino woman just calling situation or like puppy, yeah, puppy. But I think <laughs> it probably one. takes the shine off it when you are a, an actual parent. Yeah, <laughs> like, you might have enjoyed it once. There's no shame. No, there is no. I don't feel like any enjoyment from that that anyone would get from that. Yeah. At all. I mean, it's so wild. Being called daddy. It can't be something that people hate. <laughs> so someone's getting... Well, no, there's obviously a... Picked out of it. obviously a fetish of men that want to fuck their kids. I don't know. I don't know. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Why would you want a woman? I don't Why would you know. Want a woman to call you daddy. I mean, how would you it's feel it in the throes of passion with some new guy and he's just like, mummy's going to get some now? Like, what the fuck would that do? Do you know what I mean? About, uh? well, I'll tell you what it does, Stu. It does absolutely nothing for us. <laughs> As Charlie will detail. <laughs> oh, season three. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Fucking hell. I, I would be lying if I, if I said that no one has asked me to call them. Daddy, some quite oh, really? a requests, but then I've been asked some fucking weird things. I mean, I, I won't get started on that. That's for a different episode, but season, yeah, <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> we can carry on next week. The amount of weird things I've been asked, I'm and say, but yeah, it's not the weirdest thing, but it's definitely been a general request. I would say, what more than once by actual. By actual fathers as well. Um, well, I mean, they usually don't tell me that they're married with children, so I, I don't know. And I can, can't confirm nor deny. Oh, the plot thickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, well, look, I mean, I think we're all in agreement that the kind of, yeah, using the word daddy in in that kind of context just I don't know. It's a bit weird, but yeah, I'm sure yeah. It, it floats some people's boats. But uh, yeah. But then I also find it weird when like mums and dads refer to each other as like when you're saying it to a kid, oh, go and give daddy this or go and say that to mummy. 
But when the mum and dad refer to each other as mummy and daddy, I find that completely horrific. I can't. Yeah. I, I totally, totally agree with that. Um, do you know my other bugbear of, uh, that, that I struggle with? Uh, and it's adults and like married couples or like adult couples that are a bit obsessed with Disney. I find that weird. And like people that like, I hope I'm not offending either of you here, but um, do but we like, look like those people? What's that? No, no, that's why I, I thought I felt this was a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that, you know, when, when you, I find it really weird when you see like adult couples that clearly haven't got kids, like excitedly buying like China figurines out of the Disney store, I just think. I'm not comfortable with this. Okay. Adults, like adults that buy Merlin passes and just go to theme parks without kids all the time. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm sure it's maybe yeah. on me and it might be me, but I'm just weirded out by that. No, I, I yeah, I completely agree too. Um, I love Disney as much as the next person. Like Disney films are great. Mm-hmm. They've got good messages. They get you in the heart. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, one of my bugbears is not about going to Disney. It's the Disney merchandise. Mm. Yeah. When you see adults walking around with like a big like Mickey Mouse like emblem on their hoodie. And I just think, fuck no, mate. Yeah. Like, you know, we all like it. What are you, why are you ramming? Because if you like Disney... And you're one of those people that like Disney, then you've got Disney everything. Mm. It's like the colour purple. If you like colour purple, everyone fucking knows about it because you are head to toe in purple. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Disney. Mm. If you like Disney, you literally live, breathe and eat Disney. And it's just, it's just too much. It's for kids, isn't it? I just I not- like a lot of things, but I've never, I've never been like fanatical about anything. And I always think those people that are fanatical about like a specific there's something missing in their lives or is there something missing in your life are you missing that fanaticism if if that's even a word fanaticism maybe i mean i'm i'm lacking in a general luster for life (laughs) Uh, anyway uh, solid answer i've got no interest i mean you can love something and be fanatical about it but you don't have to well yeah wear it do you know what i mean like i mean oh my God. for people that can't see obviously because this is an audio <laughs> podcast uh a bird just landed on nina's head <laughs> what was weird was you didn't jump you're so used to it aren't you oh mate honestly this thing is silent usually and so you'll be just going about your business and then all of a sudden like an eagle will grab you from the back of the head and try and drag you off to its nest. Um, so a scenario for you, right? So um, either of you are in a, in a restaurant or a bar waiting for a date, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a date, right? So I turn up in a walk. I'm like, all right, Nina, hello, Charlie, whoever's there. How you doing? And the first thing you notice as I sit down is I've done my hair, offered to buy you a drink, being all nice. But then as I turn around and go to the bar, I've got Donald Duck on the back of my hoodie. <laughs> what, what, what's the protocol there? Uh, 
Well, I'd say it's something. Just that Kanye Donald fuck or something. <laughs> what was that? I'd just start calling you Donald fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's your own fault. You'd just say something. You'd get. Really yeah, you'd get ripped. Yeah. Get yeah. Ripped. Yeah. Because I, I think like. I'm glad you mentioned the merchandise, Charlie, because that is the thing. If you do see like adults in, oh, I'm going to probably upset another fucking massive part of our listenership now, Harry Potter like hoodies and things like that. <laughs> I just, and I, I ain't got no issue with Harry Potter films. You know, the kids love them, and and you know I've enjoyed them. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear a Harry Potter. Sweater. Well, even more insidious than Harry Potter merchandise is when a grown man goes, "Oh, I'm a Hufflepuff," or whatever. And you just <laughs> know what you mean? You're a fucking what? <laughs> yeah. What? What? Like, what is it? What class or what school bit are you in? And you just think, "What are you fucking talking about?" And then it dawns on you that they're referring to what house they think that they would be in within the Harry Potter realm. Yeah. You think, that's fucking not normal, and you shouldn't be allowed to talk to other human beings if you're going to be like that. Do you reckon they're the ones that ask you to call them daddy? Uh, or Nate. <laughs> Do you reckon they refer to their knob as a wand? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're gonna if you're gonna predict what house you're in you might as well go the whole hog might you absolutely absolutely <laughs> right we've we've just gone all over the fucking place here <laughs> so we're back to uh, the 18 year old young lady that has just um said to you that uh for the extra buy one uh get one half price um have you got anything for her dad to which you're now dumbfounded charlie still confused that she couldn't have said what you think you heard yeah, so um, I start showing her the men's sex toys, um, which are like your flash. There's not a lot for men, really. Um, you've got like the flashlight, flashlight type deal. So the flashlights. You know I think we discussed that before, haven't we? Yeah. Kind of in the shape of a torch, but obviously it's a kind of fanny simulator, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then other things like that, and I'm explaining them to her. Um, and then she very quite clearly and plainly says, my dad wouldn't like the arse one. He definitely would rather have the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, okay. And I just pull it off the shelf and I'm thinking she said dad, mate. She's buying this for a fucking dad. And it's oh not a general, God. it's not a general, oh, we'll probably like this, you know, like well, I might as well get something for him. He prefers vagina over arsehole. So she knows his preferences. It's not like a casual, just. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details kind of, oh, do you know what? This might be a bit strange, but my old man's a bit lonely. Maybe I'll just get him this. Oh, well, not that one, though. He won't want the arsehole. Oh, right. no. that's, that, that's too much. You can't get your dad an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> that's too creepy. Yeah, that's just life. weird. <laughs> I don't mind about him having the vaginal sex, but fucking anal is bang out. I can't. <laughs> I mean God, yeah. So um that was a that was really that made me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> it made me feel really uncomfortable. Like I've been around like there's a lot of like mums and like daughters that are older obviously, um, that come in that look at the toys and stuff and sometimes you get like, Oh my mum's just got divorced, let's get a rampant rabbit or something like but I don't know whether I'm being sexist and whether it's just the society we live in and maybe a little bit of like me buying into the misogyny, but isn't it just different with a daughter and a dad? Those kinds of things. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I can't comprehend it. Uh, And I think if God, if my kids bought me an adult, toy of any way shape or form I don't know how the hell I would ever I think I just throw myself off a bridge <laughs> just just to avoid a- any kind of awkwardness like I just don't think I could deal with it it was like I mean I'd have too many questions that I could never ask <laughs> like, oh god yeah bonkers bonkers I mean was it was that pretty much the end of the transaction did she buy it yeah, she bought them. Yeah, Fucking she bought fair. like the buy one get one half price offer. You'd be you'd be stupid not to, really. It's a pretty decent those deal. kinds of deals. I, <laughs> I, I just presume how quickly after she left the store did you text Nina? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a it's always a voice message. Yeah, yeah. as well. But I have to send her because she needs to hear the terror in my voice when I'm telling that story. <laughs> Yep. And I can't tie it, but like when I'm shaking, I'm just like, ah, I can't tie it. Yeah, exactly. But like, it makes you think because some people in like, um, in a panic will say, oh, we sir, it's not for me, it's for 
uh, my friend. And you just think, look, we all know it's for you because no one buys shit like that for their mates. Um, but sometimes people say things like, oh, it's not it's not actually um, for me. It's for my sister. And you just think, why are you picking up like a double ender for your sister? <laughs> weird. But they think that by saying that it's not for them, it's for someone else. It makes them like absolved of all sins. And you just think that's worse. It's worse if you tell us you're buying a fucking cock ring for your granddad. It's worse. <laughs> but I think um, I, I understand people being nervous in that environment. And, like, and I'm not being funny. If I walked into an adult store and you two were standing behind the fucking counter, the last thing I would do <laughs> would feel totally fucking confident, just going, all right, girls, yeah, I want to sling something up me wrong, and which is uh, the best one. Like, I just wouldn't go there. I'd be like, fucking hell, they look terrifying. Like, they're already <laughs> slagging me off, I guarantee it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Sometimes people do, like, bowl and go, all right, darling, I'm after something to fuck my wife up the wrong end. And you just think... Like, oh, oh god, I've never heard that before. You're so funny. Oh, you're so funny. You're such a oh, oh god. And we do also get uh, we get the people that come in as well that do take one look at us and then walk straight back out again. That'd be me. That's plenty of times. I think if it was just one of you, I think right. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll, nope. I'll, I'll chance it. I'll chance it, but like, oh, the thought of walking in and seeing both of you two just like looking at me as I walked in, I just think, oh shit, no, this ain't British Home Store. Sorry, ladies, I'll just walk straight back out again. <laughs> we both look bad cops, so one of us looks really welcoming and one of us looks really judgy. So they get as far as the door, they see one of us going, hi, how are you doing? And then as, as they get closer to the back, one of us is like, oh, here for some of the other, are you? <laughs> and then they don't know whether to fight. They're like, ah, ah, oh, no. So complex. So complex. I can't leave because the animal was looking at me. But I can't play either. It's like, ah. And if I, if I actually got to the point where I've made a transaction and you were both standing behind the counter, then I'd be like, I can't leave because I know they're going to slag me off. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'll just be there for the whole day. Just kind of milling <laughs> yeah, around till one of yous went. Then I'd be like, right, I can go now because yeah. I just couldn't deal with the fact that they're going to go like, what the fuck I was he all about? Love to compliment people on really random like things they're wearing and make a big deal out of it, like like my um, rapist jacket that you like said, your rapist or, jacket, yeah, or my shit shoes. But, I mean, I went straight to the kill with that one. But what I would usually do is, if you walked in and you were in the most hideous item of clothing I've ever seen. Um, I'd go, oh, my God, that jacket, I love it. I love it. It's really unusual, isn't it? It's so unusual. And they're like, oh, thank you. And then another sales assistant would go, that jacket was absolutely diabolical, Nina. What are you doing? And I was like, yeah, I know. But I, I'll make a huge deal out of it because I know that they're going to wear the shit out of that now that someone's gone, fucking hell, check it out. It makes you look great. And I get a little little ounce of joy out of it. Well, that person's going to consistently keep coming back to the shop and buying stuff because he's, he or she's certainly not going to get a partner yeah, after usually that. They're like, well, my wife hates this jumper. Oh, she's crazy. <laughs> you've got to have the vision, haven't you? You've got to, and you've got to have real minerals to wear something like that. <laughs> Fucking hell. 
I'm never going to take a compliment off you ever again, Nina. You know that my compliments are sincere when I slate you hideously about it to your face. I mean, that's I'll a lose-lose. <laughs> yeah, it's a lose-lose. I'll go, fucking hell, Shoe. Have a word with your shoes. And then, and then I'll say to Charlie, Shoe looked really good today, didn't he? And she'll be like, yeah, yeah that's all right. Don't um, tell him. If I'm being, yeah, don't tell him. Don't say a word. Don't bring a word of this. <laughs> just just leave him driving home from the club, just like going, what the fuck's wrong with this jacket? I thought it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was a compliment. You need to really take compliments better. Brilliant. Right, girls, I've <laughs> um, I've got some uh, a, a list of dating protocol for guys, so I'm just kind of interested to get your take on it. So there's a few... Um, was there another incest story as well to get through today? Oh, we've got like a few. We've got a, we've right. got a couple, but I mean, well, let's break it we up. Can say a bit. them. Like I can. Uh, let, let's see where we go with some of these questions. And uh, right, okay. So um, I googled ten. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at my screen now, so I won't be looking at uh, at the uh, at the camera, ladies. So top. I googled top ten dating mistakes to avoid. Right. Okay. So number one, show up without a game plan. What do you make of that? I thought that was quite sinister. Yeah. What are we doing to these fucking people? Like we're just going in like calculated as hell. Like for me, I don't think I've ever had a game plan. Like going on a date, I can't ever recall just thinking. At oh six hundred hours, I will like it. Just <laughs> I never kind of went there. If you, I mean, I, I suppose it's, it's a game plan. Maybe well, we'll go for drinks, then we'll go for something to eat, and then maybe I don't know, go to the cinema or whatever. I don't know. Like that just sounds like a plan, a plan. Yeah, that... and I do like a bit of structure. When someone asks me out and goes, "Oh, I don't know where do you fancy going?" I'm like, "Oh, for God's sake, have a bit of imagination." Um, yeah. But a game plan sounds like I'm going to go out and for 45 minutes I'm going to put this girl through sheer fucking hell and see if she'll go out with me again. Because then I know what she'll put up with and what she won't. That's a very positive way to view that, Nina. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> what, you, what do you make of it, Charlie? Um. Well... I guess, you know, you've got the plan. And I guess a game plan would be more like um, let's meet for drinks and then if they're decent, I'll suggest we go to the cinema. Mm. Or I suggest we go for dinner or let's meet for a coffee and then if they're shit, Nina, would you be able to text me and tell me that something really bad's happened yeah. and I need to leave immediately. Have you ever the done old, that? The old, uh, what? She's fallen down a well? I'll be there straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever what? done something that? Something really bad has happened. <laughs> oh, I better go. Yeah. Have you ever, like, done that for each other? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have, you've got to have a get out. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'll just circle the block where Nina's meeting a guy for about 10 minutes. And then if she okays it, I'll go home. If not, 
I'll see her walking around the block. She jumps in my car. We drive really quickly. Yeah. Time so they don't know what's happened. See, I quite like that. that yeah. That's a good game plan. You've got to have, like, a, a certain amount of, like, protection for yourself because yeah. they could be, well, they could be anyone and sometimes yeah. they are anyone. Yeah. Anyone that listens to this that's potentially going to end up taking either one of you out on a date now, you know in the first 10 minutes they're just going to be looking over your shoulder out the window to see the other one just constantly driving past. (laughs) Yeah, but it might do you a favour because people don't recognise us when we're separate. So if you're not sure that that's Charlie and then you see like a small brunette walking past, you'll be like, oh... It's her. It's her. Light and deck. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Right. Okay. So point number two. Let's have a look. What was next? Um, Forget what you know about her or look disinterested listening to her. Are these what not to do or what to do? Top 10 dating mistakes in Google. They're the top. That's the top answer. Oh, okay. So don't, uh, don't look. Right, okay. So don't forget what you know sorry. about her. Mm. You... So are, they, are men doing this on purpose then? Is this the what like, do don't care? pretend that you don't know them? I think it's just like maybe they've told you stuff about them and, and you've, you, know, you then might just say something like uh, oh like so 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 where do you live and like you think well hang on a minute i've told him that already like was he not listening like have you ever been yeah. on like a date where you've somebody's sort of disinterested and is more preoccupied talking about themselves yeah L- nearly every single day that i've ever been on has been like that really yeah. where they're like yeah and even like you can tell they're like talking or dating like multiple people because they're like Oh right, yeah. You um, you are a physiotherapist, aren't you? Oh, and dear. like, no. <laughs> oh, oh, you're the one. Oh yeah, you're the one that works in a sex shop. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, oh yeah, no, it's not. Blah, blah. And then they start like, yeah. And then, but most of the time, it does seem like an interview. I feel like men just want to be interviewed. They've got no interest in you. They just want you to ask them questions about themselves, but it's just tragic. I just can't do it. Need a conversation. Yeah, well, we were saying this week, like, the like in conversations that we've had, like, recently, they don't even read what you've said to them and they answer back with something that is unrelated. So that's how you know they're not reading what you're even saying. So they just want to continue to talk about themselves. But, I mean, you're not ever going to form a connection with someone like that, are you? Like, that's that's completely Never. impossible to connect with anybody, both in, in, in life or, 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 you know, and dating, if you just aren't interested in <laughs> what they're saying and you're just waiting for them to take a breath when you can then go, did I mention that I, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like they don't care. Like for women, well, for me, I've found that it does, they don't care. Like, they don't care about what you look like. They don't care if you're like the coolest, funniest person ever. Which we are. It doesn't matter to them, <laughs> which we are. <laughs> and it's really hard to get that across if all they want to fucking talk about is themselves. Yeah. 
Um, but they just don't, they just, most guys I talk to just do not care. Like I could be an absolute arsehole and they don't care as long as they get to stick their cock in me. That is literally the end goal for them. But it, it's really quite a tragic world that we live in now that no man actually that. wants to. <laughs> yeah. But surely if, you know, you're on a, you know, someone's on a date with you and they, you know, they want to have sex with you and and, and let, let's, let's say that the date isn't great, but then whatever happens, that happens. Like, surely if you're that desperate to do that, then you'd want to do it again. And then surely the, the mindset would be, well, obviously I need to know this person and like this person and know a little bit about them. And like, am I that out of touch now that that stuff just does not fucking matter anymore? Yeah. The fact that someone's been on a date and said, sorry, you're, you're not that one. Are you? You're that one. Sorry. I mean, that's fucking mental. Yeah. If I was on a date and a girl said that to me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm not that one. Yeah, bye. Like, I'd just, I'd just <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, hang on a minute, don't go yet. Charlie, can you pick me up, please? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I think maybe you're in the – you're not wrong. I mean, women generally do – would want to get to know people before they have sex with them. Um, but if you get to a point where you've managed to trick someone into having sex with you once it doesn't matter if you never have sex with them again um and generally women will not come back for seconds because there is no d that good um so you the woman will be like oh no no thanks but the guy would come back seconds if you invited him to do so without a connection because you're still getting your rocks off aren't you so have you found yourselves on dates where the person is very interested in you personally as well as, you know, sexually, I guess, but he's also got great conversation and you just think, oh, wow, this this guy's really nice, but oh, my God, I do not fancy this fella at all. Oh, yeah. Is that like the opposite end of the spectrum? <laughs> That happens to me 99.9% of the dates that I go on. Like, there's nothing wrong with them, and I always say there's nothing wrong with them. I just don't want to sleep with them because I'm looking for that, like, that little something, something. Like, if I, it's so rare for me to see someone I fancy and be like, yeah, mate, I would because mostly they're just nice people. Like, I went out on a date, like, a few weeks ago with a really nice boy, and he was there was nothing wrong with him. I just didn't fancy him. And to make matters worse, it was down the seafront, and then the fucking RNLI, like, set out, like, eight fucking men, like, on the thingy. And I was like, fucking, what are you doing to a girl? Just jumped off the pier. Help! Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, setting up beside us, wearing all these, like, waders and T-shirts and things, and, like, this guy's talking to me, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was nothing wrong with him. But, I mean, he waders. in the postcard, so, I mean, like, he didn't have a chance, really. Right, okay. I just love the fact that you got distracted by waders. Right, 
Okay. <clears throat> it's um, been a long time in, oh, the, in isolation. This is a good one. Do not bring a wingman. Have you ever been on a date where they've bought their mate? I've been on a date where um, they their their friends happened to be there, mm. um, but then it was like I, he they didn't they weren't invited, but he obviously took me to the place to show me off to his friends. What about you, Charlie? Um, I have been on a few of Nina dates. By accident. <laughs> Sorry, in, 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 instead of Nina or with Nina. Yeah. Like, you take this one, I'm fucking knackered. <laughs> <laughs> Tag team with each other. Yeah. High five. You're in, girls, get in there. Um, no, well, when me and Nina used to live together, sometimes when we used to have guys over, <laughs> you know you just be they'd be like on their like little date or whatever and I'd just be like oh hi guys and I'd sit down and start telling them um, about how shit my day was or whatever at work and how tragic it was and you just end up like hanging around and just being a third wheel yeah. but um, as me and Nina always say it's always the guy that's the third wheel exactly. it's not us <laughs> we no, it's not us it's the guy and just, <laughs> you should probably leave I mean <laughs> it's 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 very much it's very much this podcast. That, that's my, the the most feedback I get is like, dude, they don't need a third wheel, mate. What what are you doing now? They've got it now. <laughs> yeah, they um they went to go and get some like dinner because he was going to cook once, and I was just like, oh, I'll come. <laughs> we ended up driving to um Asda, and we just spray like all sorts in the um. But he actually got the uh. He actually got the gist of mine and Nina's relationship quite quickly, this particular guy, because when he used to buy Nina presents, he used to always buy me one as well. That's really cool. Yeah. Which is quite, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good move because if you want to date Nina, then you better get me on side. Yeah. yeah. And vice versa. Or date in both like, cars, don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about meeting the parents and impressing them. Yeah. Worry about meeting the other one of us. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to do one more and then... Uh... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hang on, let's have a quick look. Uh, not offer to be a gentleman. So, I, I guess we live in a world where um, equal rights is important, and and we adhere to, to to that. I think as people, I think we're 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 woke enough to, you know, to to, to understand that. And but but then, you know, do you know what? I was just thinking of the basics of like holding a door open and things like that. And it's like, but then again, I was as I was thinking about, it, I think I'd hold a door open for anyone irrelevant of if it was you know of sex it's basic human decency Mm. i always offer to pay on a date i always like you know say where do you want to go it's just the politeness isn't it there's well that's that's i don't think it's like a because it's it's like well i mean my experience of dating in the last however many years has been watching first dates um and so (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to that bit at the end when you know, you have to settle the bill. And like, and if, it's really weird, and it's probably just me being old, but when the guy like says like, yeah, that's like 30 quid each, before the person he's dating has even offered to kind of split it, I just find that uncomfortable. And it's like, I I just, I don't know, because... Like I say, it's probably down to how old I am, and my 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 dating years were were obviously when everything was still in black and white. But like, I just yeah, I I think I'm completely understand that if you're on a, a date that you split the bill. But I just find that little thing, and and they they use it cleverly on first dates, as as because it it just it makes me kind of just feel a bit awkward. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it it, yeah. Uh, it gives me the ick massively, and worse, worse. And I've had this before, where a guy has gone, "Well, I had this, so that's the amount that I will pay," and then you had that, and that's the amount that you will pay instead of just splitting the bill. And yeah. you think you don't want a blowjob, obviously. <laughs> what is because that is a surefire way to make me never sleep with you because there's nothing worse and i'd rather pay for the whole thing than split it with a guy who's dithering around with a fucking bill i can't the, the thought that yeah i do love to show people up that offer that say they want to split the bill i'm like don't worry about it, i'll just pay for the whole thing yeah just as long as I never have to speak to you again. Yeah. Because, I mean, what? It, I just I just think if – I always offer to pay, and then a, most of the time a guy insists that they pay, which is fine. Yeah. Um, so I let them pay. And then, as you know, I'm a massive feminist. I'm sure that you've cottoned on to that now. Um, I will always insist on paying at, if there is ever going to be a second date. Always. I'm like, no, I am. I insist I'm paying for it on the second time. Splitting the bill is just uncomfortable and awkward. So one of you pay it, the next one can pay the next one. Done. Yeah, the that's thought, how it works. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm awkward if I just go out for a meal with like a pal and they're like, right, should we split this? And like the thought that one of them might pull a phone out and get the calculator app out <laughs> and like and work out who's had what. I'm just like, I can't, no. Well, 
we we always split things because we are literally always together eating together. Mm. So we always just go buy it. One of us will get it, and then you just ping them half the money. Yeah, and then it's done. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, well, I mean, we spend quite a lot of time together and we're always, like, buying stuff collectively, like food. So it's just, it's never, it's never even a question of it. And if I do pay for it on my card and Nina forgets to ping me the money, then that's fine, I'll just treat her. It's Mm. not like a, you know, there's no, there's no, it's different, I think, with us. Yeah. And then sometimes we do actually treat each other as well. We're like, no, I will pay for this. Yeah. So... It's a love story, oh. really. This is how it's done. It's it's how it's done. It's done like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it? Yeah. I love it. <clears throat> right. Dear girls, I thought I had the perfect relationship and an amazing sex life with my girlfriend until one night we started to discuss our sexual histories. I now realise this was a mistake as I found out that she had slept with 25 people and I've only had sex with 10 women. This discovery is constantly going through my head. I keep imagining her with these men. She's 31 and I'm 33 and I've been in a few long relationships whereas she was single for many years. Am I freaking out over nothing? Is what she told me reasonable for a single person of her age? See... Again, I probably imagine this is a vintage Dear Deirdre. But what, what what's your answer there? Do you want to start the rant, Charles, or shall I? No, go on, you. You start it this time. Furious. Furious. What is so destructive about men's hands that you think that women can be ruined by them. What are you doing walking around with fucking weapons of mass destruction if everything you touch is fucking spoilt by a male's touch or another man's touch? Turn it in, mate. Broken fucking balls. Shut up. None of your fucking business how many people she's slept with. Mm. Do you find that... So if he slept with more, then he'd be more comfortable if his number was higher. That's how I... That is the issue, Mm. isn't it? Because, I mean, it's just complete and utter, like, toxic masculinity, yeah. mm. isn't it? Like, women enjoy sex. Yeah. Let women sleep with whoever the fuck they want, with as many people as they want. I'll sleep with a thousand people a day if I fucking want to. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with it. It doesn't change anything. It Just stop hating on women enjoying their lives, will you? Please, you prick. Do you... <laughs> do you... Do you find that that's a question that still comes up in relationships? Yeah. But I don't even engage in it. If someone says, how many people have you slept with? I'll be like, like, does it matter? And not really, doesn't matter because you're never going to fucking know about it. It could be one. It could be a million. What what changes when you say that you Nothing. more than one person? And nothing really, it just so infuriates me that people, well, women are just judged on like their, you know, oh, that's not very, that's not really ladylike, or you know, what are you doing going around having sex with people? And like, I in my younger years where I would didn't have any boundaries, so if someone said to me, How many people have you slept with? I'd go, Oh, this many, um, and they would tell me, I would never feel different even though it would be 
miles in front of how many people I had slept with, but they would always feel different about them not being the first person I've slept with. And now I'm like 33. I just think this ain't being contained. If you think you're the first person that I've slept with, dream on, mate. But mm. yeah, it still comes up by adult men as well. And you just think, have a day off. It is toxic masculinity and it's huge insecurity. And I find it like really weird that I don't see what can come from asking that question. Nothing no. good. Only only problems will come from asking those yeah. kinds of questions. Uh, uh, any? Do you think anyone's ever had that conversation? And and I don't know. And they're both. Let's pick a, a number. Both gone. Oh, twenty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I've had twenty-one, and they've just high-fived and just gone. This is amazing, isn't it? Like it hasn't, <laughs> hasn't it? Because it's like it's it's an an awkward question to ask someone, and it's an unnecessary question to unnecessary question to ask someone. Yeah. Yet. It still feels like people feel the need to ask that, and I don't. I can't see the yeah. benefits of knowing the answer. It's like I yeah. just don't ask questions that I don't want to know the answer to. I'm quite happy not like ignorance is bliss, isn't it? And I just think if I yeah. don't want to know that you've done weird shit with the woman at the Chinese down the road, I'm not fucking asking about it. But also, you did give me free prawn crackers. If I am asking, I already know. <laughs> so, you know, there is that as well. Yeah. What's she look like, the woman at the Chinese? Is she all right? She's Chinese, Jane. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the woman in the, who works in the Chinese where I live isn't. And, uh, yeah, and she shouts. It's really weird. Like, um, if I go and collect something. She's on the inside then. Because like, I, she's shouting an order. Yeah, that's what she's doing. And I, I'm just like, oh, hello. It's, uh, yeah, I've, got, I've come to collect the thing. And she goes, oh, what's your name, mate? And I think, I'm, I'm literally a foot in front of you. Like, why are you shouting at me? And like, and then I'll go, Stuart. And then she'll shout, Stuart, to the kitchen. It's like, it's really weird. It's like she must have grown up working in like Burger King with that headpiece thing that used to be really loud. And now that's took off her. She feels like she has to shout a bit louder. Yeah, really strange. But uh, but yeah, I haven't done weird shit with her. I should clarify that. Um, Look, we're not here to judge you, even if you have done weird shit with her. Exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, okay, well, I'm going to get one more uh, dating protocol in before we... Uh, before we start to wrap things up. Fellas, do not lack confidence. What do you make of that? Well, I am very much of the idea that you need to, if you have confidence, then you have to have competence. You can't have confidence and not be competent. Explain so, what you mean now. Well, I mean that if you are like, if you know that you're like a decent person um, and you know yourself and you know, you know what you're looking for in a woman, then be confident when you go on a date. Yeah. But if you're an absolute fuckhead, don't go to a date acting all confident because you just will make yourself look even more like a bellend. Yeah. That's... So I'm happy if you're confident, as long as you're confident. <laughs> yeah. Solid, solid <laughs> advice there. What you? <laughs> That's a new catchphrase. 
get it on the table. Yeah, and that's with all walks of life. Like me introducing the show today. Yeah. Nailed it. I wasn't confident doing it. Competent, oh, I mate. I fucked it up, Stu, and you took over. You took over. You're the one with confidence and competence in that situation, and you took over. You knew I fucked it up. But I had to go anyway. See, I, 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 was comf- I was confident and competent, and you was the fuckhead. There you go. You got it wrong. I thought you nailed it. I thought you nailed it. Well, I'll do it next week and then I'll ruin it worse so people will be like, fucking hell, do you remember when Nina tried to do it? So <laughs> There's your reason to tune in next time. No, no, you, you, <laughs> you've, got, you've got a week to practice. That's yeah. not fair. <laughs> I was put on the spot, mate. Nailed it, mate. Nailed it. So do you think, <laughs> have you been on dates where like fellas have come in like overconfident? Not dates, I wouldn't have said that where they come in overconfident, but I have been approached by men who are definitely overconfident. Um, and it's not turn on for me at all. I like I like confidence, but I like it understated. I don't like it when people just like give it the like Charlie Big Potatoes. Yeah. I, I, I like the confidence. You can tell confidence from a mile away and you can tell false confidence from fucking bravado like it is it's the worst so yeah i mean i've had a lot of like approaches where they're like you're all right darling let me give you the best night of your life and you just think well i mean let's not start off with a lie (laughs) please tell me you say that i do (laughs) fucking brilliant so um, I just yeah. don't know how these people exist in the real world. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just think, like, how... And how does people that are that fucking stupid, like, that would approach someone like that, like, how how do they ever find themselves in a relationship? Like, how... how I mean, do, they must end up just finding someone that just goes, shut the fuck up, and, like, and then just literally controls them. Because... <laughs> I just think they're. I just yeah. I, I hate them kind of guys. Yeah. Them, and and I've seen, you know, I've, I've seen people that I know that are, and I won't use the word prolific, but um, serial womanizers that that will just go up to anybody in a bar and just go, "Oh, how are you doing?" And I just think, "Fucking hell!" There's a bit of me that's jealous. That like, I've never had that confidence. I could never go up to someone and go, "Oh, hello, can I buy you a drink?" Never in, in my life. But then I always um, say this about you, Stu. I always say that you are like one of those guys that's like, "Oh, I couldn't approach anyone. Oh, not me." But like deep down, you're an absolute fucking dog, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just sip up me rapey jacket and put my <laughs> shit shoes on and go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I really couldn't. And and that that purely would be down to the thought of like someone just going, I don't think so, mate. And I'd be like crushed because my ego is too big. Uh, like, and I, I just I just could not. I've never done it in in all the time I was single. Never once did I ever go and say, Oh, hello. Like, um, can I buy you a drink or anything like that? I just I couldn't you're do taking it. a risk if you literally just your your target audience is fucking everyone. But I've seen that. I've seen that. Well, people I know that literally with that mindset, if you throw enough shit, something will stick. 
it's a numbers game, isn't it? Yeah. And like, and I find that like, just like I say, there's a little bit of me. I just think I can't believe your confidence, like that you can just yeah. do that, like. But then I guess if you do that all the time, then you you must just get turned down so many times that he's just like, oh, it's just another another turn down. I go and ask that one. Like I just find that fucking crazy. Like, but yeah, and like just just you know, whenever I find myself watching one of them shows. Like I've never watched Love Island and things like that, but like you know, seeing clips of like Geordie Shaw and things like that, like the alpha male nonsense on there of just like that overconfidence and that I just it repels me and like and that's just as a guy, you know, I'm not being put upon, but like the thought that 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 kind of confidence going into a like a club or a bar and I just find it gross. And I just find it really terrifying that I imagine there's there's women out there that quite like it. Yeah, that is what. Yeah, that is what makes it hard for decent women that just want a, a shy bloke to come up and ask them out, because there are women that will just eat that kind of like, yeah, like, like. I just, I've, I've got no words for it, but I, I'm the same as you. It just completely repulses me yeah. when a guy's all just like, oh, yeah, you're right. All of this like bravado and fake confidence. And you know, they've spent like three hours trying to make themselves look perfect. So, how fucking confident are you actually mm. when you spent two hours on your fucking air? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, you can see right through it. Yeah. Um, but some women love it. And I think we live some in. Some women the, absolutely love it. We live in an area, you know, our county. He's almost famous for lads, you know, yeah. lads that that have got good eyebrows and good hair and and ridiculously tight jeans. Like it, it does feel that it's almost become, you know, an to be an Essex wide boy, to be a bit of a geezer, being like an Essex boy. And it's like I hate the thought that people would ever kind of just go, "Oh, you're from Essex." And like, and instantly, like their thoughts go towards that kind of perception of where we're from, yeah. because I think it's a million miles away from the people I know that that I hang around with in Essex. You know, I, I think, like, just to get in serious for a moment here, I think that like Essex is has got so many incredibly talented and creative people that have done amazing things. You know, yet the column inches and the television perspective of of our county seems to be far more interested in what Gemma Collins hasn't got to say uh than than so many amazingly talented people have got to say do you know what I mean I find that's really tragic and and that that whole thing is where I've I've seen you know your your Towie styles being geezers and it's just not for me I find it yeah gross yeah, no, I agree. I do. I absolutely. I, I've always hated the like Essex girl stereotype. You know, we've all heard the jokes, um, but you are expected to be an idiot, like no education, but you know, fairly good looking, um, and just like a generally like easy lay. And um, as much as, like, um, I'm not massively into Gemma Collins, but she recently has been, like, 
doing a bit of work to get the epic girl stereotype taken out of various like publications because she's sick to death of it as well and you know I mean she is the the stereotype um if you like but um everyone's just fucking had enough of it now because we're not like that we're well I'm I'm speaking just for the women that I know we're cool educated me women (laughs) yeah the women that you know whether they're white stilettos or not yeah like fucking just give it a rest yeah absolutely well i'll never wear them uh incredibly tight jeans as as it's been well documented throughout all three series of uh this podcast my going out outfit is uh shit shoes and a joke that uh, sorry, in a jacket that looks like it should be worn by a rapist. So uh, I certainly don't fit that stereotype. <laughs> that was so personally, Stu. It was a- I'm over it now. I'm over it now. Over it. It's fine. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's why I could never come up to anybody in a nightclub. All right. Rapey jacket. Oh, fuck's sake. Sorry, bye. Right. We, that, that means we like you. Yeah. That means we like you. If we don't like and you, you know like, what? Oh, that nice jacket, Jim. That night, someone was dressed up as a member of Motley Crew mm-hmm. uh, and started ch- chatting to me. And I mistakenly, but also I thought it was funny, Asked if he was from Dexy's Midnight Runners. <laughs> and he was fucking beside himself. But, and there was also a woman, there was also an older woman that came in at the last minute. And I think we were chatting up like her son or something. Um, and um, I was just like, oh, you dress as Shirley from EastEnders. And she was like, no, I'm not dressed up. And I'm like, Ugh. Fucking so, hell. Do you want to be curling Nina, or do you want to be a racist? I think I might stick with a jacket and Nina shit shoes. Was, <laughs> fucking hilarious. We were fucking wetting ourselves. The oh. thought that he'd probably backcombed his hair, forced himself into some spandex, and you've just said, you look like that fella from Dexy's. I mean, that is fucking brutal. <laughs> But to me, had he had he have just come as that, it would have been spot on. And I yeah. like authenticity in costumes, so yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful! <laughs> well, look, I guess we've got to the end of uh, we've just gone over the the hour, so um, we'll wrap it up. Um, we'll be back next week. I'm trying to remember um, what the the theme is for next week's story. Uh, you did send me over the. The list. Let me just pull it up on my uh, phone here because the, uh, the the titles. I know nothing about these titles. <laughs> Next week's episode is called Yellow Bastard, um, which I'm very much looking forward to knowing uh, what that's all about. Um, also, uh, we 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 ask you to get in touch, and I mean, where, where's the best place for people to get in touch, ladies? Well, get in touch with us. Um, we've got Instagram, which is at two girls one shop cast um and we also have twitter which is the same and um, which we're trying to be better at yeah and yeah just get in touch 
Tell us yeah, if you like it. We've nice messages, haven't we, about the yeah. the last series? I'm, yeah, and I'm loving just say the little uh, Insta lives as well. I'm loving that. I think that's really, really good. Like, oh yeah, join in. Uh... Anyone can join in with that. And yeah, that was that was really. Um, we made some like quite cool new little mates on that as well, didn't we? And so, if you want to get involved in that, go and follow um, the girls on Two Girls One Shop on Insta. Um, and the best thing to ensure that you don't miss out any of uh, the episodes is to subscribe. So if you subscribe, then these episodes just pop up on your listening device um, every week. Um, and if you've not, if this is your first time listening as well, we should direct you to go and get stuck into the back catalogue because this is series three. Um, and so you've got a whole uh, a whole back catalogue of uh, surreal madness to uh, lose your mind with uh, in the back catalogue. So go check out some of that. Um, and we'll be back next time, right? Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, and and also, if you do like it, can you rate us on the Spotify's and um, Apple yeah. podcasts or whatever it is you're listening to, um, and leave us a little review if that's an option as well? Would you really, really massively appreciate it? Thank you. You opened it correctly, and you just nailed the close in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ha, <laughs>